0: Thank you for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. (laughs) Thank you all for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. Let us look to God at this very moment in prayer. Most loving and gracious God, we come before you right now, God. At the ending of our Season 2 of Veronica Bellamy Inspired, God, we thank you, God. We give you all the honor, praise, and glory, God, for what you have done with this platform for the duration of Season 2. God, we ask that you touch each and every last person that is joined with us on the broadcast tonight and for those that will listen later as well, God. Lord, send out your anointing to fall fresh upon them, God. Do a new work within their lives, God, on this day and every day going forward. God, we just thank you, God, for everything you've done. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So thank you all for joining me today. Um, Today is the finale of season two. And guys, I've toyed with everything and um, decided that at this point, we are going to um, close out with season two today, which means for you that you will be able to still listen to the broadcast on um, the website for RondaBellamy.com, as well as through iTunes. Um, If you have any type of Apple device, you can listen to the show. Just go to your iTunes podcast and type in the name for Rhonda Bellamy and the shows will appear for you from there so you can listen to them on the go um, if you have a smartphone you can listen to the shows through Spreaker and that is S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R all that you have to do is go into your app store and download the Spreaker app and you would be able to um, just listen to the shows from there just Type in the name Veronda Bellamy and all of the shows will populate. So you can listen to it either through your Apple device or your smartphone. You can do the same for computers and laptops as well. So we are available to you all through many different options as we gear up and get ready for season three. Um... Actually guys, it's it's so much has happened over the course of season 2 when we kicked off back in September of 2014. Um, Basically what's happened We have grown tremendously The show has doubled in growth And listeners at the same time We have expanded and added new co-hosts And I love each and every last one of them dearly Um, And they've come along to help us jumpstart You know, the day, the top of the morning With the moment of inspiration Um, For that we have ambassador natalie brown who's on united monday we have pastor nathan davis who is the host of tweenie youth tuesdays we have reverend lord davis perry who is the host of woman up wednesday um elder shirlene alexander who hosts up Couples O thursdays and then myself um, i am veronda bellamy and then reverend perry elder shirlene um, we all come together for Freedom Family Friday to host up that particular segment what else has happened during this season guys Guys, um, I think I shared with you guys Actually, when we kicked off the season that I had completed my master's degree um, in mental health counseling, and actually just a couple of weeks ago, was it last weekend, perhaps? Um, I actually had the chance to walk um, with my graduation ceremony, and that was that was phenomenal. I really enjoyed that opportunity. Um, not only did that happen, um, I also received... Um, was inducted, I guess, into the International Counseling Honor Society because of the work that I did while attending um, Walden University. What else has happened with Veron Development Inspired? Um, I published a second edition to my book, The Paid Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose. Um, that's available for you guys on amazon.com through my philanthropic efforts my team has been able to serve nearly 50 kids with services such as mentoring ethics and leadership we also was given the opportunity to serve several families during our christmas drop-off season and that was a real treat we really enjoyed that Um, Not only did those things happen we launched a new website and as I mentioned uh, previously the shows are now available on iTunes as well as Spreaker. We have partnered with several different um, key organizations within North Carolina and Ohio and it's more expansion to come from the philanthropic efforts that I provide. So in a nutshell guys what does all of this mean? It means that I really love helping others to make sense of living. My strength lies in serving others and guiding them into the realization of the pain stops today. That pain can be a result of abuse, depression, low self-esteem, low socioeconomic status, Um, The impact that follows that, career dissatisfaction, divorce, um, just feeling like a failure, uh, substance addiction, attending college, guys, the range is huge um, in the ways that I'm able to assist other people. And... After working with me, my clients are able to see their growth within sometimes within a month and sometimes within a six-month time frame. At any rate, there is always growth whenever someone works with me. Many have learned the strength of saying, the pain stops today. And as a result, they have been able to transition out of situations such as depression, abuse, addiction, career dissatisfaction, even learning how to manage schizophrenic symptoms. Um, And career identification, what it is that you were put here to do, what is your purpose? So I've been able to help people with um, identifying that as well. So kudos to each and every last one of you. Um, It's been a pleasure working with you all. And I really, really, really do um, pray that you will continue to move forward with all of the insight that I have been able to provide for you guys. Many wonder, how do I do all that I do? It's no secret, guys, honestly. It's called the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is available to all saints once we choose to allow Christ to lead our path, to be the Lord of our life. Once we do this, see, you are then heir to the throne of Christ. That means you are rich. You just hit the jackpot. You are a, a billionaire once you accept Christ into your life. And that's really what um, what kind of guides me into everything that I do. As I close out season two today, I can't help guys but to talk about Black History Month. We're in that season right now. And um, I had uh, a guest one last year who talked about it and she challenged, challenged everyone to continue to explore Black history, to read literature, to learn more about your culture, and to, from that, take what you need to extract out of it and build upon it. And um, I've been able to research some more information to share with you guys so if you will allow me the opportunity right now um, to share with you some facts some black history facts that i have found um, in my research okay black history month began as negro quote-unquote history week which was created in 1926 by carter g woodson a noted african-american historian scholar educator and publisher it became a month-long celebration in 1976 the month of february was chosen to coincide with the birthdays of frederick Douglass and abraham lincoln kudos on february the 12th 2009 The NAACP marked its 100th anniversary, spurred by growing racial violence in the early early 20th century, and particularly by race riots in Springfield, Illinois, in 1908. A group of African American leaders joined together to form a new permanent civil rights organization, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP that is. February the 12th of 1909 was chosen because it was the centennial anniversary of the birth of Abraham Lincoln. Jack Johnson became the first African-American man to hold the world heavyweight champion boxing title in 1908. He held on to the belt until 1915. Kudos to you. John Mercer Langston was the first black man to become a lawyer in Ohio when he passed the bar in 1854. When he was elected to the post of town clerk for Brownhelm, Ohio in 1855, Langston became one of the first African-Americans ever elected to public office in America. John Mercer Langston was also the great uncle of Langston Hughes famed poet of the Harlem Renaissance. We've all heard of Langston Hughes. Thurgood Marshall was the first African-American ever appointed to the United States Supreme Court. He was appointed by President Lyndon B. Johnson and served on the Supreme Court from 1967 to 1991. Kudos to you. George Washington Carver developed 300 derivative products from peanuts. Among them was cheese, milk, coffee, flour, ink, dyes, plastics, wood stains, soap, linoleum, medicine medicine oils, and cosmetics. Kudos to you, Mr. George Washington Carver. Going forward here, guys. Karen Rhodes Revels was the first African American ever elected to the United States Senate. He represented the state of Mississippi from February, 1870 to March, 1871, salute, Mr. Revels. Shirley Chisholm was the first African American woman elected to the house of representatives. She was elected in 1968 and represented the state of New York. She broke ground again four years later in 1972 when she was the first major party African-American candidate and the first female candidate for president of the United States. Salute you, Shirley Chisholm. The black population of the United States in 1870 was 4.8 million. In 2007, the number of black residents of the United States including those of more than one race was 40.7 million. So that was in 2007. This is 2015, eight years later. So that number has increased significantly since then. In 1940, Hattie McDaniel was the first African-American performer to win an Academy Award for her portrayal of a loyal slave governess in Gone with the Wind. I know y'all have seen that movie before. (laughs) If you haven't, do watch it. Salute to you, Hattie McDaniel. In 1992, Dr. Mae Jemison became the first African-American woman to go into space aboard the Space Shuttle Endeavor. During her eight-day mission, she worked with U.S. and Japanese researchers and was a co-investigator on a bone cell experiment. Salute, Dr. Mae Jemison. Marcus Garvey, Black nationalist, pan-Africanist, and founder of the United Negro Improvement Association and the Black or Back to Africa movement, entered federal prison in Atlanta, Georgia on this date in 1925. The Supreme Court refused to review his mail fraud conviction. Salute to you, Mr. Marcus Garvey. Harvey S. Malcapine, National Negro Press Association, White House correspondent and journalist with the Atlanta Daily World became the first black allowed to attend a White House press conference on this date in 1944. Three South Carolina State students were killed during segregation protests in Orangeburg, South Carolina on this date in 1968. And Debbie Thomas became the first Black to win the Senior U.S. Singles Figure Skating Championship on this date in 1986. And guys, when I say this date, it means today, February the 8th, this time during their year of rain. Salute to you all. I really found this one person I had never heard of, and I kind of wanted to share her entire bio with you guys um, from what I gathered in my research. Her name is Leontine Price. She is largely regarded as the first African-American opera singer to gain worldwide recognition. Ms. Price, an award-winning and beloved vocalist, didn't set out to be an opera singer at first, but changed course much to the world's benefit. Price was born Mary Violet Lantine Price on February the 10th of 1927 in Laurel, Mississippi. Her working class parents instilled a love of music in her. Her father, a plumber, and her mother, a midwife and singer, brought Price a piano um, when she was a girl and enrolled her in classes. That led to Price singing in a local church throughout elementary and high school. Price enrolled in Wilberforce University with the intention of becoming a music, a music teacher. However, her standout Glee Club performances led teachers to suggest that Price study voice. Her abilities as a singer grew and Price later awarded a full scholarship to the Juilliard School of Music in New York singers Betty Allen and Paul Robeson put on a benefit concert that led to Price's admission to the famed school. After making her opera debut debut in 1952 in a school production of Verdi's Falstaff Play, Price starred in a run for Porgy and Bess, which went on a U.S. and European tour. Price inspired as a teenager by vocalist Marian Anderson, focused on singing recitals only and didn't at first consider opera operate work. But the grand stage of the opera kept calling and Price made her debut in 1957 in San Francisco. Despite her star turn, Price still had her share of skeptics. When Price debuted at New York's Metropolitan Opera House in 1961, her abilities could no longer be denied. A lyric soprano, Price's, uh, Price's second, I uh, can't pronounce this, but I'm going to try, Trovatory maybe that's right, hey, Kudos to me <laughs> performance was so well received That the audience gave her And the trophy um, A rousing 35 minute Ovation so they clapped for 35 minutes from the work that she did Although Price and her people Say it was actually 42 minutes Correction there <laughs> Price went on to Star in Antony And Cleopatra in 1966 But the opera was not Deemed a huge success By the late 1960s, Price shed um, away from doing large opera numbers and instead became a recitalist. Opera stage work dwindled even further in the 1970s. Although Price performed internationally in solo outings in many of the world's top festivals, Price performed the lead role in Ada for the last time, on January the 3rd, 1985. The event was televised on PBS and is regarded as one of her signature performances. After her official retirement, Price worked sporadically for the next 12 years price has won 19 grammy awards received the presidential medal of freedom and the national medal of arts along with a host of other awards and dozens of honorary degrees so kudos 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 to you miss price Lantine price is her name if you would like to learn more about her So what is the common theme in all of the people that I just mentioned in their accolades and the things that they have accomplished, accomplished? It's living in balance, guys, and knowing what your purpose is. See, when we live in balance, we are able to conquer the world. There is nothing that we cannot do, honestly. What does living in balance really look like? Well, according to my coaching program, it is comprised of seven principles that focuses on your total well-being, your entire self. The focus is helping you to make sense of living by identifying and fine-tuning these seven principles um and it will help you to catapult yourself right into your your jush, as Tamar Braxton likes to say it. Um, it's just you knowing exactly what you're here for. You will walk into your sweet spot and your purpose, if you will. Living in balance is very easy to do. The problem is, it is very easy not to do as well. You must be committed to a higher living. You must be honest with yourself. You must be able to create a schedule that affords rest, relaxation, and some turn-up time, of course. We need that. Um, for me, you know, turn-up time, is. it may be different from what it looks like for you, and I encourage you to see yourself and explore yourself to identify what that turn up time looks like for you but for me it's a jazzy date night with my husband um it could be a mini little getaway uh going to the coast, store um it could be anything uh, a newfound healthy restaurant some some banging pumps that I actually don't get a chance to wear a lot of these days um, with the career transitions but um when I do I, I, I still buy them and um, I'm always for a nice pump um, or it could be, for me, a new concept that I've gotten. And if you know me, you know my brain is always working. I'm always thinking, and I'm always creating. I'm getting, I always get visions, guys. And I do believe that every vision that I have, beget, have been given, it will come to full fruition. Um, this right here, Veronica Bellamy Inspired, was a vision that was given to me. Um, and it was confirmed by my mother, who really doesn't, didn't know anything about online radio um and i'll just share that right now but she confirmed it for me and um so i decided to kind of take off with it and it has as you can see Um, and i'm so so thankful um for just, just this opportunity and being able to share insight with you guys on this magnitude um right from the comfort of my little home office guys so you know it's living in balance and you really really have to find a way to do so i see someone on the line here that's trying to get through um your number ending in three three hello you're on how can i help you today yes good evening how are you doing i'm great i'm great how are you Good, good. Um, Just wanted to kind of chime in real quick and let you know how much I appreciate the show and look forward to the show. Um, Congratulations on completion of your second season. Thank you. And um, I had a few questions if you had time. Yes, yes. What's your first Um, question? First question is, is, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit more about yourself. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I'd already done that. <laughs> so just a little bit about who Veronda Bellamy is. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. So, wow. That's a loaded question. Um, who am I? Uh, Veronda Bellamy is a quirky woman, She is full of life. Um, She loves helping other people. She loves inspiring other people. And she gets to do that on a daily basis. That is her career and her purpose at the same time. Um, she likes her self time. She likes to, you know, get alone in a corner somewhere and just kind of do whatever she wants to do in that time. Um, so I'm also introverted at the same time. But when it's time for me to show up, I show up and I deliver whatever it is that I have to deliver in that moment. Um, that's Veronica Bellamy in a nutshell. I love my family. Um, I love my husband. I love my friends. Um, I'm just a lover. I love. All things good. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Um, one more question. Well, I have a, several questions, but the next question is uh, uh-huh. your favorite color. <laughs> My favorite color? My favorite color. <laughs> it changes right now um well my my favorite color changes during the season but the consistent color that i really really love honestly is pink i know it's so like obvious right every girl loves pink but no seriously i really 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 do like pink pink is my favorite color um, <laughs> personality What what is your personality well my personality honestly is a little like i said before it's a little quirky um i can be very serious i can be very silly um and overall i just you know i don't know how to answer that question really that's just my personality it's Depending on the environment and who I'm around, um, I kind of, you know, go with that and give whatever I need in that particular setting. But I'm just a, a silly person. <laughs> okay. And um, you know, you you've talked a lot about yourself, but I don't think you've ever told us the to listeners where you were from where am i from um i I'm, i was born in charlotte um i grew up uh in maryland for like the first uh, i guess eight nine years of my life and then i moved to the wonderful metropolis Anson county and um i uh, graduated from high school there Anson county north carolina Shout out to all yeah. the Anson villages on the phone. <laughs> Do they have stoplights in Anson County? The, yes, they have stoplights. Wait a minute, you about to get hung up on? Excuse you. <laughs> okay, next, next question. Next question. Um, how long have you been coaching, speaking, business owner, entrepreneur? you know the, the whole nine. Oh wow um well i would say it all started back in 2008 so that's what roughly seven years um i got the vision of starting the nonprofit bridging the gap and um just kind of went on from there and so i would say about seven years um the speaking piece of it really began for me maybe around 2003 time frame is when i did like my first like speaking um segment in which i had to speak in front of other people so um i would say what is that like roughly about 12 years overall for everything okay Mm -hmm. interesting okay um Mm -hmm. any upcoming projects upcoming projects. Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. Yes, absolutely. Um, I talk a lot about the Holy Spirit um, because it's, it was a main uh, I don't know, it was something, the Holy Spirit was something that was really revealed to me on a completely different level um, in a new manuscript that I've written, and I'm seeking right now um, a publisher for that, Um, so I'm really, really, really interested in, in how that's going to unveil and how it will be, you know, shared with everyone, it kind of that particular manuscript kind of piggybacks off of the segment ironically that i did last year during black history month in which um, we talked about the making of the slave and i said during that particular segment that i was going to write a book on the remaking of the slave so that book actually that manu- the new manuscript that i have um, is just it was written from that standpoint um, in so many words I can't wait for that to be shared with the world at large. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome um, book. And it is truly the remaking of The Slave. Um, but that's not the name of the book. I will not share the name of the book right now. Um, but that's one project that I have. And um, I have another book that I've been working on, um, a children's book, the first of a series, um, and that's going to be coming out as well. Um, it's quite a bit that I have going and I'll just share those two things as of right now but quite a bit is coming and I encourage everyone to just um, join me join my mailing list and on my website so that you can really keep up with all the things that's going on with, with me and the show and everything else that I do okay Sound like a lot um a few more questions Oh, gosh. Uh, is there anything you want to leave with us, your your listeners? Yeah, what would I? I, I want everyone to realize seriously the pain stops today, whatever that pain is, if it's depression, if it's being stuck in a career, if it's, you know, battling with schizophrenic um, behaviors and just being stuck in that whole thing that happens with that diagnosis, if it's um, addiction, if it is any of these things, um, not knowing, you know, or having the confidence to go, you know, submit a, a federal student aid application to be accepted into college or taking the GRE, like I want you all to realize the pain stops today the pain stops for you when you decide for it to as soon as you command it to stop it will stop and you will then be able to catapult yourself into your purpose it takes a lot of guts, it takes a lot of insight, it takes a lot of self-reflection in order for you to properly position your to live on purpose to be intentional in every aspect of your life and I want you all seriously from the bottom of my heart I want everyone that listens to this and listens to the show even those I don't know and those that don't listen There is no reason why we cannot have the life that we desire. The people that I named um, during the Black History little segment that I shared with you guys a few moments ago, they all were just great in their own right. They had their own little things that they did that they were great at. And so that transcends really into every last person that is listening to this broadcast. You too can have the life that you desire, the life that will really bring you great reward when you step into your purpose guys it's almost like you're not even working you just get up and you do what you have to do and you're happy in that and the money will come from that as well so you know i don't want you to lead your life with money being a focus i'd rather for you to leave your life lead your life with happiness being your focus does that answer your question Yes, it does, it does. A few more questions if you have time. <sighs> okay. Um, Seahawks for Patriots? I don't know. I don't watch football. Patriots. <laughs> that's the wrong answer, but okay. Is that the wrong answer? Um, yeah, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> Why is that the wrong answer? Who won? The Patriots okay so that was the right answer hater <laughs> it should have been the Seahawks anyway what a, you're a hater <laughs> one, one last question okay um, since this is the finale and, and you're I guess somewhat going off the air for a while um, how mm-hmm. that the listeners your audience us us other folks get in contact with you Yeah, for sure. Um, You can go to the website, verondabellamy.com and you can listen to all of the previous shows right there from the website. You can click on the radio tab and listen to the shows from there. Um, If you want to email me, you can email me at info at verondabellamy.com and I will certainly respond to your request. Um, If you would like to possibly be a guest on the show next season. Um, now is your time to start sending those requests in so that I can um, add you to the list that you prepare for season 3. Um, season 3 will be bananas and um, it's, it's just going to be bananas so if you would like to be a part of it um, you feel like you have something that you contribute email info at barondabellamy.com um, the shows also as I mentioned previously are available through iTunes um, you can go to iTunes podcast and type in the name Baronda Bellamy and all of the shows will appear that's for the past two seasons actually and um, also via the Spreaker app the shows are available there as well so it's many ways that you guys can check in with us if you ever get confused or you didn't get a chance to write that down just go to the website you know my name Veranda Bellamy um, VerandaBellamy.com and everything is right there as well hello any other questions um, I think that does it thank you very much okay well thank you those are great questions I guess that was the interview the interviewer segment (laughs) guys um, thank you for that um, those questions and I hope that you guys were able to learn a little bit more about me that I have not shared perhaps um, in all of the things that I do sometimes I feel like I I miss some key points that I would like to um, share with you guys so hopefully that covered and answered some of those questions so guys in a nutshell God is able he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can think to ask or desire he is god season two has come to an end and we will return with even more content of relevancy for season three which will begin in the fall of this year fall of 2015 if you would like to be a guest on the show please email info at veranda what can you expect from season three well from season three you can expect awesome sauce that's the theme that's really what the focus is you can expect um, a streamlined show you can expect fresh content you can expect a new host yes we will have a new host that will be joining us in season three more services more products just more stuff to help you live in balance Um, more markets that we'll be in, more textures of Veranda Bellamy inspired. As I always say, guys, I think I'm on to something, guys. Seriously, I think I'm on to something and I am not going to stop. I have a poem, guys, that I would like to share with you all before I close. But before I do that, um, in the interim, in between now and when season three begins, You guys can join me at Women's Empowerment 2015. That's going to be in April um, here in Raleigh. And also for you can join me at the Complete Women's Conference, which will be in April as well. The details for this when it's available will be available on um, the website, BarandaBellamy.com. So you may want to check that out um, specifically around the beginning of March. Um, I have a lot more announcements to come over the time, you know, that we are in the background working on season three. Um, you can listen to the shows again via iTunes, Spreaker, and of course on VerandaBellamy.com. If you have production experience, please email info at Um, write while on the site, join my mailing list for updates. And that's right there When you go on the homepage It's right there You type in your information Put your email address um, there And then just click on the button To send the information to me Um, I will be sending out A weekly moment of inspiration Between now and when season 3 starts Again, season 3 will begin In the fall of this year Um, And in closing guys Again, I will close with this little poem here That I prepared for you all for today And it goes Living in balance, what does it mean? I hear the cliche often. Hmm. Living in balance. Perhaps it means curling my hair or wearing those pumps that I love and throwing on some jeans. And as I enter the room, commanding a stare from everyone. Or maybe it means simply living in balance. I've heard that cliché before. Is it that we must walk with poise? Or maybe it has more meaning, like the things I must do to have an ore that transcends time. Like saving a little for a rainy day? Or perhaps it is where my old and the new merge. My abilities are recognized and actualized, in fact. As thus, I'm able to live freely, soar, living in balance. (laughs) I've heard that cliche before. Be inspired. Thank you for joining Miranda Bellamy Inspire. Miranda Bellamy, Inspired.